handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. So if anyone who's been on the channel since last offseason, you know that I created a video last year talking about how the Colts went from a B-level team to an A-level team because of the moves they were making in the early part of the offseason. Well, today I'm going to basically remake that video a little bit. But this time it's going to kind of be where the Colts have made some moves to potentially improve an already A-level roster. Okay? So I feel that there have been some quality moves that the Colts have made this offseason that have really kind of improved the roster drastically when you look at the untapped potential that can really be unleashed on this. And, you know, when it comes to depth purposes and the roster as a whole. So first things we need to talk about, and we're going to talk about the quarterback situation, right? We now have a full quarterback room with Sam Ellinger now being added in the draft. And you have Carson Wentz, who I think a lot of us would agree that Carson Wentz gives a different dimension to the game that Phillip Rivers could not add. Phillip Rivers was a great quarterback last year, no question about it. was a really good quarterback, but ultimately there were some things that made it a little bit more difficult for the offense to function the way it kind of wanted to. And a lot of that had to do with the inability to really do a lot of play action or play action and rollouts the way they wanted to, right? We've talked about how Carson Wentz is able to provide that and the way his game is played, you know, the gun slinging uh, deep down the field, you know, rollout, escapability is there, you know, that kind of quarterback, you know, and it provides a different element to the game that Phillip Rivers could not provide for Indianapolis. So that is where uh, the potential for the new standard of the Colts offense really opens things up for them. Uh, to make it even better than what it was in 2020. I mean, on top of that, you know, I mentioned all the time how Sam Ellinger is a great quarterback for this practice uh, team in the first team uh, defense because, you know, a guy that can run, a guy that can use his feet, we know there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks this year that the Colts are going to have to adjust with that. You know, they're going to have to play the, they're going to have to play the Ravens. You know, they're going to have to play teams in the AFC that have mobile quarterbacks. Sam Ellinger is that kind of guy. And you can have a quarterback now that is able to escape the pocket and be able to run with his feet. That's the kind of thing that I'm talking about when I'm talking about improving the roster because it doesn't help on the game day from the offensive side of things, but it really helps the defense in their preparation for how they are able to predict defenses and work against things like that. We didn't necessarily have that last year that much. And then, you know, obviously we've talked a lot about the depth purposes of, you know, all these veterans coming back. And we talk about the depth on the offensive line. 
the depth of the offensive line. This offensive line is, in my opinion, the best offensive line in football. But then when you add everything that Chris Ballard has done to ensure that the Colts would not have to go into that issue again, not having to deal with, you know, if Braden Smith or an Anthony Costanzo went down, then we wouldn't have that issue. This time you got Eric Fisher. You went out and got Seven Tevy. You drafted Will Fries. You brought in Julian Davenport. You brought in Chris Reed. All of these different guys to compete for starting jobs and to get that offensive line depth that you so desperately need to ensure that if that injuries do were to unfortunately happen, you would be prepared, better prepared for this season with Carson Wentz. So that alone, that alone just makes me feel so much better going into this season, knowing that if something were to catastrophically happen, that we would be better prepared and better uh, equipped to handle that sort of circumstance. And then I kind of go to the draft here. You know, we, we talked about double dipping on the defense, right? Double dipping at the defensive end spot, you know, bringing back Alquadim Muhammad. You now have a lot of these different young, high potential guys that are able to boost this defensive end group even more to help with going along with DeForest Buckner in the middle and guys like that, right? It was all about trying to improve on the defensive line because at the beginning of the year, it was pretty good. But at the end of the year, our our pressure started getting stagnant and then the secondary struggled, right? And then we know how the secondary is. Uh, I think it's going to be even better this next year, you know, with Julian Blackman getting a full offseason to fully heal and prepare himself and get himself uh, physically and mentally ready for a longer season. Um Darius Leonard, Bobby Okariki taking the helms at the linebacker position. We'll see how that goes from the third spot. And then, you know, drafting Dio Adangbo, drafting Quiddy Pay, young, talented, ruthless, raw prospects that you can transform into players that you want. I mean, that really gives a lot of high potential for this defense and really opens a lot of things up. I mean, this defense was the 10th best defense in the league last year. I can only imagine what Dio Adangbo and Quiddy Pay will help bring to this team once things move forward. So again, guys, this is just kind of an expansion on that video from last year of me breaking down why the Colts potentially improved an already A-level roster this team's got a lot of great aspects to it. Uh, not a lot of other teams are more equipped than what the Indianapolis Colts are right now. Still a lot of untapped potential still on this team, and that's very exciting for a lot of Colts fans to be able to think about that and imagine just how good this team can actually be if things all go according to plan. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, am I exaggerating the Colts roster? Do you think that... There was something else in this list that I didn't mention that could really booster this team and what it's able to do. But uh, be sure to let me know, guys. Thank you so much for all the support. And as always, go Colts.